0: This is the old pre meds podcast, session number 132. You're a non traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help. Answer your questions and help educate you on your non traditional journey to becoming a physician. Now, welcome to the Old Premeds Podcast. As I mentioned earlier, my name is Dr. Ryan Gray, and I am here to help you, the non traditional pre med student, on your journey to medical school. Now, Old Premeds is an organization that's been around for 16, 17, 18 years now. I forget how long. And one that I took over back in 2016. And you can still find the old pre-meds form, which is what the the site, the community really is, over at medicalschoolhq.net slash forms. And that's where I take questions for this podcast to answer here. So if you want a question answered here on this podcast, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash forms, register for an account over there, and go to the non-traditional pre-med form or subform. And that's where I will answer your question. Now, this week, we have a question about residency status and moving to get residency in a specific state that may be better than the current state you're in. So our student says, I'm a Virginia resident with the average stats of around 3.7 and 5.11 MCAT. I started pre-med requirements two years after getting a degree in econ after enjoying volunteering as an EMT. I plan on taking a gap year when I finish classes next spring to ensure I'm fully prepared for the application process. During this time, I plan on working as a scribe and or doing research. Since I'll be working for a year before applying, I began to consider establishing residency in a better state for medical school applicants. Texas, in particular, stands out to me due to their lower tuition and number of students with average stats that are admitted. My brother lives in Texas and I could stay with him while looking for work, but other than that, I have no ties to the region. I have listened or I have visited Houston, Dallas, and Austin several times each and could see myself living and practicing there, but it is far from most of my family. I'd like to hear other people's thoughts on this matter. My concern would be that I move there. Admissions committees see that I don't have ties to the state, which raises a red flag, and I don't get in. But at the same time, I've heard from people applying to schools in my state, VCU and EVMS, which makes me believe that I just, I'd be just as much of a toss up if I don't get in anywhere in state here, so I don't know what to do. I'll apply broadly to MD and regardless, but I want to put myself in the best position for tuition and admit, uh, admittance purposes if I can. Thanks for your help. All right, so moving to establish residency, is a risk, right? You move, and then what if you have to move again if you don't get in? That's always the risk. Is it a huge risk? No, it just means you have to move again. And Moving is sometimes expensive, sometimes just a pain in the butt, but moving doesn't guarantee admission, right? So that's something you have to be careful of. If you're moving with the thought of, I'm going to get into a Texas school and I'm only going to apply to Texas schools, then that's where you risk everything, right? So you still need to apply, apply broadly. And it sounds like you're saying you will, which is great. You just have to understand the risks of moving to Texas. Well, number one, you lose your state residency for Virginia. There's only two medical schools in Virginia. Last I checked, there, there may be more. Um, uh, so you only have two chances, right? So just moving to Texas Increases your chances because there's, what, 10 schools in Texas, maybe more at this point. Again, Texas, I, I can't keep track. Um, but you have Baylor outside of the TMDSAS. And then I think you have nine public schools, including DO schools, as options in Texas as well. Yes, tuition is lower. The application process is cheaper. Um, the application process starts a little bit earlier. The application pro- process in Texas is a little bit weird because it's a match process. So it's, it's not the same as AMCAS or Comus. As long as you are okay with the, the chances of moving to Texas and then getting in somewhere else outside of Texas and being okay with moving, I say go for it. The question about worrying about not having any quote unquote ties to the state, right? You're a resident. They don't care. You're a resident. That's all they care about. If you are a non-resident, then yes, then ties to the state matter. So your brother lives there. Great. Do you ever visit him? Do you have other family in the state? Right. So those ties matter much more when you are a non-resident. But if you move there, you establish residency, and be careful with living at your brother's house because depending on what the rules are for the state, so you have to check with each state to determine what the residency requirements are. You may need to pay for his cable or his electric or put one of those bills in your name to set up residency status and, and meet the residency requirements for that state. So every state is a little bit different with how that works. So call ahead to some of the schools, ask residency status stuff, look at the the state website to look at residency status stuff. But if you are a resident, they're not going to ask you about ties to the state. They may ask you, why did you move to Texas? Right. I see you moved to Texas. Uh, within the year, they might not even know that. So, or they shouldn't really know that. They just see, oh, you're a state resident. Great. That's all they care about. So, go ahead. Right. If you're in this process, if you're applying to schools, I, I'm working with students right now who, in last year as well, another student moved to Texas. She was in Kentucky, moved to Texas because her boyfriend's fiance, somebody, moved to Texas, and and they wanted to go to Texas. And she got into a Kentucky school. I have another student who is moving to Oregon. Oregon, she called uh, OHSU. And OHSU said, if you move to Oregon before the application process, at some point, establish residency so that before you matriculate, you are considered an in-state applicant, we will consider you an in-state applicant for the application cycle. So she's not even a resident before the application cycle and they're going to consider her an in-state applicant, right? So call the schools, check with the states and see what they say. But there's really no risk other than you're losing the residency status of the state you're moving from and you're setting up in a new place. I would caution moving during the application cycle. So that's where there's some red flags that may come up. Don't move during. But if you're moving a year before for a gap year, go right ahead and enjoy the move and enjoy Texas the best you can. It's Texas, right? Austin's awesome. <laughs> but the rest of the place, pretty hot, hot and humid. That's why I love Colorado. It's hot sometimes and not humid. Anyway, I hope you have a great week. If you have questions you want answered here on the old premeds podcast, go to medicalschoolhq.net. Go to the forums. Go to the non-traditional pre-med forum. Get your question answered here on the podcast. Have a good week. I'll see you next time.